Sports fans, welcome in. It is another great edition of the Sports Sandy Podcast right here on Sports Sandy Network. Danny Boy Reginald, Bill Corpus Crispy, we are so glad that you're here with us today. Um, I believe it's the fourth. It's the fourth inning. The fourth full inning. inning. It is the full inning. Yeah, sorry we couldn't get you guys an episode early this week. Um, we, you know. Too much stuff going on. I'll tell you that. Too much stuff going on. So we're but, here. But we're glad to bring you uh, at least an episode this week. So uh, please, please be patient with us. And thank you for always supporting us. Um, baseball, we have a lot of. I wanted more chaos in baseball for the playoffs, but dude, you got your wish. Uh, I'll take it. This is as um, chaotic as it gets. Yeah, I guess so. Since a lot of these uh, big time teams, those hundred win, ninety nine win teams, they're supposed to go to the World Series or at least to the Championship Series. It's supposed to be a dog fight. We'll talk about that in a second. And of course, your Friday football Friday football picks. Um, and a uh, big week for my Jets. They're trying to get to a good old record of three and three before the bye. And if they get to three and three before the bye, guess what? I am doing cartwheels, and I will not stop until the bye week ends. Are we gonna be getting? Are we gonna be getting videos of that, Reg? Um, sure. I mean, it'll be my fat ass trying to do a cartwheel and. Not doing very well of it, but you know, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do I'll do the best thing I, I can do. Um, yeah, <laughs> come on, uh, tell us. Did you want to see Reggie do cartwheels? Yeah, yeah, tell tell us. You know, we're on uh, socials at Essence Andy Real. Okay. Um, let's get to the baseball for a second because a lot has happened uh, since we last talked about baseball, and of course, uh, for all baseball talk, join Mike Rifkin. He has the whole playoff breakdown. On Batter Up, we will be posting that very soon. Um, it'll be available on YouTube and, of course, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but I have to say, Bill Murphy, this playoffs has been absolutely tremendous. Um, absolutely. In terms of the the of what has transpired, basically. Yo, absolutely. For the first, all five teams with the best records in baseball mm-hmm. all got bumped in the first round. You know what's so stunning about that? A lot of things. And, and look, obviously, we got to give kudos to the Houston Astros. They're a, a top two seed that um, actually won their series and handedly. Uh, and of course we, we take your cap to the Minnesota twins, but the Astros are just flat out better. They're better hitting. They have the better starting rotation pitching in general. Like it, there was just no competition there. Twins put up a good fight, but unfortunately the Astros rock them. Yeah. I was kind of shocked by the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers, they and, and this is how you know what type the type of team they really are, and how illegitimate that 2020 World Series really was. You know, you you come into this season with this big time team again, and for the second year in a row with this big time team, you're paying all this money. And look, I, I'm all for it. You're all for it. Build a baseball team that actually knows how to play baseball, right? You know, I'm all for having a big time lineup, big time pitching, and all that stuff. But if you mean to tell me that for the second straight year, you can't even get to the championship series with the ball club that they built, I mean, and mind you, they got swept. And absolutely got their doors blown by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Pitching was stellar. Diamondbacks hitting was all over the Dodger pitching. The Dodger hitting was nowhere to be found. So it kind of shocks me that the Dodgers are not in the championship series facing the the Phillies. And, you know, it 
it, it it's truly stunning what we're seeing out in LA. You know, we talk about the, the big guns. Always talk about the big guns, right? The Freemans, the Bets, and all those players, right? We talk absolutely about talk about the Kershaws of the world. They can't make it back to the World Series. Uh, I listen. At some point, we have to be honest with ourselves. Oh, we do. Let's be honest. The Dodgers are just not a good postseason team. And the more they keep losing with this big team, specifically, the more they keep losing in the early rounds, the more illegitimate that 2020 World Series. And I hate to bring you up, but it's the truth. No, dude, I agree with you. You can't prove it. You You know, I'm salty about that. You have a grueling. I apologize, bro. I'll get to your point in a second. You have a grueling 162-game season, and you get to the playoffs, and you flat-out choke. Meanwhile, yeah. that 2020 season, you only had – you got hot after 70 games. Just saying. No, I agree with everything you just said, Reg. Like, listen, I'm salty over that 2020 season. I The patch man is salty. Like, that really shows you that this team – just they got lucky that year because they had a short season. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, they had a good they had a good regular season. We're, we're not taking that away from them. No. I know Reds probably does, but I don't. Um, they had a good regular season, but you know what? It shows this Dodgers, and this is lead to a broader thing here. The Braves, who I actually thought was going to win, were going to win the whole thing. We'll get to that in a second, too. Go ahead. But you know what? And this leads into a perfect segue. What you do from September, I mean, from April to September, once that calendar turns to October, it means absolutely nothing. Well, what was it that Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, who has done a phenomenal job on Fox? We love you, Derek. And of course, you know we're we're biased. We're Yankee fans, so we're yes. Gonna, we we say this with absolute tell, oh, yes, we, we, will, we will continue to praise Derek Jeter to the end of time, just like Yankee fans in the past continue to praise people like Mickey and DiMaggio and all those people. But look, he even said, "Look, once you get to the postseason, it's a different animal." Oh, it absolutely is. You know, it, it it it's no longer about what you did 162 games. It's about what the coming through in the big moments on the big stage. And you know, he, he even admits how hard it is to do it. But those Yankee teams, you know, I'm, I'm be honest with you, they did it so flawlessly it was insane. But you know, the, the postseason is a different animal, and I I almost wonder because a lot of the, the, the the vast majority of um those teams that lost in the D- LDS they they got the buy they did so i wonder if that bye week is actually a big curse for some of these teams because you know like the first round, not not bye week first round buying cuz you know some People could take the first round by and come in totally refreshed, but others are just like, I think it builds up like a cockiness once you think about it. We got a first round by. We were good. Oh, we can beat whoever, then look what happens. Now, the Yankees have had a first round by before, but keep in mind that wild card was just a game. It was a one game wild card, and that was it. You now have a wild card series, so you have more time off. So, uh, again, not saying that it's a complete disadvantage, because it isn't. But I almost wonder if teams sort of get ahead of themselves, like the Orioles. The Orioles, who had a phenomenal season. Oh, they did. But Oh, they absolutely did. But a team that's inexperienced in the postseason, you're going to come into your postseason game, and you're already well behind because you have Texas Rangers who already played three games. And by the time the Orioles finish their home, their home part of their series, the Texas Rangers are going to go to Texas already playing five games into the postseason. 
Meanwhile, the Orioles only played two. So clearly, it's going to take a little bit to get their gears going there. Oh, absolutely. Um, and because, you know, you said this earlier when I said, oh, I think like, we both thought the O's were going to go through the first round. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember. Did you? Did you say you thought Texas was going to win? Well, I thought the Orioles. Did I say the Orioles? I forget. I, I think. I, I think what I said was the Orioles was going to make it like a five game series, and they win in five games. I thought the Orioles were a better team. The, like, on paper, statistically, I think the Orioles are a better team. But you know. Again, kudos to Texas. They were able to come off with a sweep. Because what you were saying last week, I think you were 100% correct when it comes to the Orioles. This is an inexperienced team. This is just a team that doesn't have any postseason chops. Yeah. And you know what? That's sort of the positive that comes out of this. And I know it's a tough thing for Baltimore fans to hear. But it's a positive only because now they know the feeling of losing in the postseason and uh, how bad they lost in the postseason, getting swept by the Rangers. So then now you get to take that and build off for next year. And now, of course, next- you, can, you can win the division again and take that by and then probably have a different approach. I don't know. Just certain things that yeah, you have to keep in mind. I want to get back to the Phillies for a second. Hey, they played a good series. They played a phenomenal series. And th- again, this is, you, you mentioned how the Braves got at least one victory. They they had it on a walk-off in Atlanta. And that's when I thought that the Braves had the Phillies. I thought so too. You know, I, I have to stop I have to stop underestimating the Phillies. You know, I really do. Like it's I, I'm just silly for doing that. Bryce Harper. Unbelievable. He's a different animal in the postseason. Game one, I thought, I was thinking, okay, it's one game. Then mm-hmm. when game two, I'm like thinking, ah, I think the Braves might win this one. Yeah. And then well, when you, the you Phillies the game three, I was like, swung back in their favor. Yeah. I'm like thinking, okay, the Braves are going to pull it When I, I was watching, when I was watching the last couple innings last night, because that, that's what I did after we watched, after we did Thursday Night Gridiron last night. Don't worry, folks. We'll get to some football in a few minutes. But when I was watching the game, I'm thinking, okay, it's three to one. Okay, the Braves are gonna they're gonna start something here. And then when you got runners on base and like go out, I'm like thinking, are they going to really open this up? And again, and it was just such an anticlimactic ending for the Braves. Because this was a team, like I said, I had them taking it all. I thought they were going to win. Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, which, Matt, thank you so much. You've been such a help to my fantasy team this year. So thank you, Matt Olson. One of the most underrated players in Major League Baseball. I'm going to say that, Matt Olson. But I was just... I was just in shock because I thought the Braves were going to come back and take this series. But, you know, this really shows you you can win 100 games. Yeah. But once that calendar turns to October and the playoffs start, that doesn't mean anything anymore. It's a whole new game. It's a whole new. It's like what Derek Jeter said. It's a different animal. Zach Wheeler, um, in his uh, game, um, he went six and the third, giving up three runs, two earned. Um, and then Aaron Nola went five and two thirds, giving up two earned runs. And that's your one two punch of your Phillies, Wheeler and Nola, like who have been phenomenal all season, especially Zach Wheeler. And by the way, Met fans, how's that feel? that you get to watch Zach Wheeler again go to the National League Championship Series again. And let's be real, if they have their way against the Diamondbacks, he's going to go back to the World Series 
again. So I want, I, I, I and that's really more for Mike Rifkin and all them who, uh, of course, Rifkin has obviously gone on the Mets for that too. But yeah, look, I think that the Phillies right now, they have their big one-two punch in their rotation. And then hitting-wise, Turner, Rice, Castellanos, um, all of them are starting to really turn it up. This Phillies team has proven to be really dangerous in the postseason. This is the second postseason in a row where they beat the Braves. This is the second postseason in a row where the home run ball is massive. Dangerous. Dangerous. Absolutely. The Diamondbacks are going to have a lot of trouble. But you know what? The one thing about the Diamondbacks that I really like, the heart and soul of that team. They have a lot of fight. That's a team. Oh, they do. That's a team. Very young, sort of like the Orioles. Very young, a little inexperienced. They probably don't know it. They were able like the Orioles. They're holding their own, but they were able to come up with a sweep against the Dodgers. So that team has fight. They have heart, and you know, I I don't know. It's good. I think it's going to be a better series than a lot of people think. Phillies and Diamondbacks. I think it's going to be. And and then you also have the factor of. The time zone switch, like that's huge too. I, oh, that, I, I cut you off. Go ahead. You, know, you you just have a lot to say today. Um, no, I could see this series going six games, mm-hmm. maybe seven. I could see this series going at least six games. I don't know what you think. Definitely six. I think the diamond. They're going to get theirs. I think they'll get probably a couple games. I I doubt that the Phillies are just going to ramp over, but you no, know, they've proven me wrong so many times. Like, you know, I don't know, but if, no, I think it's done. they'll they'll find a way. If the Phillies end up winning this series, but and the Diamondbacks only come come up with one or two games, the Diamondbacks have nothing to be ashamed of. But I look just making the playoffs was is, an accomplishment. That that that's it. You know, look. Arizona for the longest time was never really taken seriously. And now that they are, you know, a serious threat to teams, look, they, they have nothing, nothing to be feel bad about if they were to lose the series. But let's be real here. You want to see a good series. You want to see good championship series. Um, so that's on the national league side. Um, then on the American League side, you have an all Texas championship. Hey Reg, you know what they you know what they say. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh my goodness. So the Astros and the Rangers will face off in the American League Championship Series. And here's what I'll say about this. Um, can we give props to the Texas pitching? Oh, absolutely. I hate to look at the faces of Nathan Evaldi and Jordan Montgomery continue to thrive. And again, it just goes to show you the Yankees have no idea what the hell they're doing with their front office. They, they, they shouldn't have, they should not have traded Montgomery. Yeah. And the, and, the, the the dude is just thriving in Texas. Even Evaldi, you know, look, I know he wasn't the greatest with the Yankees, but Evaldi has always shown some flashes of something. Like, he was never bad. Um, oh, he wasn't. So, it's, it, I don't know, I'm starting to get a little frustrated because these two are just absolutely battling out. They're They're doing a tremendous job. And then of course, on top of that, there's the hitting factor. And you know the Astros can hit. You know the Rangers can hit. It's just unbelievable how early they can get that these players can score runs, these teams can score runs, and everything. I want to talk about Corey Seager, though, because he has been absolutely tremendous for uh, Texas. Uh the dude has four uh, extra base hits. He's hitting 429 and his on base percentage 680. Um, can you imagine someone getting on base that much? Like, 
you know, in anything. And then of course the 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 the, the four over four hundred batting average, the four twenty nine, like that's that's wild. He's, He's a beast. major producer. Um, in the in 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 this postseason for Texas, so he's a threat to the Astros. Obviously, the pitching end they're a threat to the Astros. But make no mistake, the Astros have made seven straight appearances to the ALCS. They have. Do not sleep on Houston. Do no not sleep till Houston. That is a mistake that anyone can make. So, um, how know. how many games do you think this series is going to go? This will go seven for sure. I I actually agree. I think this game's going. I think this series is going to go all seven, and it's going to be an emotional because you have Dallas and then you have Houston, so it's going to be a very emotional series too. Because who's going to truly own the state of Texas? Remember, the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Um, but anyway, um. Yeah, you you want to know something here? You know who's actually enjoying the chaos in this? Mm-hmm. My dad. Okay, because you know what he says, like when the Yankees aren't in it, or like when the Giants don't make the playoffs. You know what he's he, he says? He always says, "Just someone different, please. Can we get well, someone different?" Well, here's to how I think about it. I, I want to know if if Papa Murph thinks the same way. I wonder. Like, does he, does he want, he wants the chaos just as much as I do. But does he also want the teams that beat the Yankees, that think they're better than the Yankees, or they know they're better than the Yankees, does he want them to suffer? Because I want teams that absolutely troll the Yankees to suffer in the postseason. That's just me. But I'll tell you this with my dad. He also did say, mm-hmm. he said this. So, so dad, who do you, who do you think is going to take it all? And he goes, I, I know this might leave a sour taste in some people's mouth. He goes, anyone but Houston. <laughs> like a lot of Yankee fans are still kind of well off about this. Until uh, you know, it's like it's like. It's like the Red Sox. Until you actually beat the evil empire, you're going to continue to get absolutely mauled by them. You know, that's a very fair point. Because if you're a Red Sox fan, up until 2004, Mm -hmm. up until the, either way, depends on which side of the coin you are, either the greatest comeback in sports history or the greatest collapse in sports history... Up to 2004, if, you know, in the World Series, if you ask Red Sox fans who you want to win, they'll just say anyone but the Yankees. Mm -hmm. And then after 2004, they don't have to, they couldn't say that anymore. Because they they finally beat the Yankees. And I think that's us with the Astros right now. Mm -hmm. So far, we're in that mindset of anyone but the Astros, Just, just anyone but Houston. Like, Last year, I will say this. I was happy for Dusty Baker. Yeah. I was happy for Dusty Baker. Sure, sure. He, he finally won a World Series, so I was happy for him. But, but, and you know what? And it's funny because my priest, Father, if you're listening, shout out. He actually, um, he's a big Yankee fan. And in his homily, he was talking about, like, cheating or something and baseball teams. And after Mass, I'm like, so, who do you want to win the playoffs now that the Yankees are out? He goes, anyone but Houston. He goes, was that directed towards Houston in your homily? He's like, yep. And he and he's like, just anyone but Houston. And and listen, do you, I know this is kind of random here, but do you think people still have a right to be angry about 2017 or like, hey, it happened, move no, on? It's over. It's over. Get over it. But I will say this. If the people who participated in that get in the Hall of Fame and Pete Rose is still banned, then we have issues. Yep. I'm sorry. That is a hill I am willing to die on. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one dying on that hill. Um so, yeah. yeah. I think I think the 
National League Series is going to go at least six, and I can see the American League going all seven. Verlander, Valdez, Christian Javier. Oh, that's going to be a tough uh, starters to for Texas to go through. And, of course, you have to be careful. If you're the Rangers, you have to be careful with Jordan Alvarez. You have to be careful with that dude. He will eat you alive if you throw cookies at him. Bottom line. Um, so there's your um, LCS preview. There the uh, what's the schedule again? I, I have I have not been keeping up with the schedule. The schedule is always um, a changing. The Sunday. Sunday is, I believe the first set of championship series games. And it's Texas at Houston. That's at 815. That's and on Sunday, yeah. And then Monday you have the you have an eight o'clock game, um Arizona at Philly. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm soaked. I'm soaked about this. How dare they compete with the Giants on Sunday Night Football? All like, all what? Like it's truly going to be a competition. You know, I'm kidding, right? I'm sure you are. Um, it, it's football time, isn't it? It's football time. Yes. All right. You know what? We're not going to bore you talking about that Sunday night game. I mean, the Thursday night game because the, 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 what what a disgrace. The the Broncos suck. They. Let's just call it what it is. They're a terrible football team. They're not being coached well. And like again, I like Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton is a great coach. Um, but this team blows. And you know what? I don't know if this is gonna happen, but if Payton gets canned at the end of the year, I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna sit here and laugh at him because remember, eh, the coach here was awful. He was terrible. Well, guess what, buddy? You got ace after one season two. So sit down and shut up. Yeah. And God bless. What was the 19 to 8? Some some BS like that? I don't have Prime, so I didn't watch the game. <laughs> oh, you get to sit here with your superiority. Like, oh, look at me. I have Prime. 19 to 8. Um, Mahomes three oh six, uh, with one touchdown. Uh, your boy Isaiah Pacheco, um, had sixteen carries, ran for sixty two yards. Kelsey had nine receptions, hundred twenty four yards. And yes, Bill Taylor Swift was in attendance. He for- was. She was hanging out with Donna Kelsey as usual, and yeah. Brittany Mahomes. All right, so that's enough of that. Um. Clearly, there, we covered it. You're welcome. Clearly, clearly, the Kansas City Chiefs did not have to do a lot to win this football game. The yeah, Broncos, step on the, the field Broncos, and breathe. Yeah, the Broncos are terrible, and you know they they have a lot to think about throughout the season. It's a lost season. Clearly, they have a lot to think about. Um, but we do have more of the NFL slate to get to. It's a very exciting slate, I guess. I would say so. And now it's time for your weekly football picks. We we don't have a name for that. People we, we had to get we had to hire someone to compose that and that cost money. <laughs> so we can't do that. Um Um Where should we start? Let's go with let's go with the London game. So, oh, jolly good. Early one, 9.30 a.m., Ravens-Titans. I have the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens, too, even though they haven't really been impressing me that much lately. But for all you gamblers out there, Baltimore are four-and-a-half-point favorites to win this game. So Yeah, Baltimore hasn't been impressing me lately, but I trust Lamar Jackson more than I trust Ryan Tannehill. And, and you know, um, let's, let's be real. Like, the Ravens are in a better spot than the Titans are. Like I don't love that team in general, and you know the the Ravens. You know they had a tough one against Pittsburgh, but at the same time, you know at least you can somewhat trust them more. One o'clock game, Commanders 
and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Commanders are, let's be real, they are in a tight spot here. And I think this is a good get right game against a three and two Falcons team. Um, but the, here's the thing with the commanders. Um, no, sorry. Here's the thing with the Falcons. Excuse me. The three, no at home. So clearly their home field advantage is on their side. Yes. Um, I will take the Falcons in this one. I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with the Falcons. One o'clock Vikings Bears. They're at Soldier Field in Chicago. Vikings, they, they're both the Bears and Vikings are one and four. Um, I think the Vikings will take this one. Yeah, it, give me the Vikings. I don't trust Justin Fields. And let's be real. Look, the Bears had a lights out game against Washington. Washington, they're, they're not the greatest football team. I'm just, just being really so just saying I think the Vikings are better than Washington in my opinion record doesn't say that but you know it is what it is Seahawks Bengals one o'clock in Cincinnati it's a time zone switch time zone switch for Seattle and the Bengals uh, two and three but I think They'll find some ways to uh, make this a game. Ultimately, it'll be the Seahawks that win this game. Okay, you know what? I'm going to – and I'm not just saying this because I'm the Bengal – because I provide the Bengals commentary here. But mm-hmm. I, I think the Bengals might, might pull this one out. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow looked good last week. I think he's yeah, finally he found his footing. Jamar Chase finally had a game. With his target, with those three touchdowns last week, but you know, I will, I would not count the Seattle team out. They are very good. Yeah, and I'm gonna give this, but I think Cincinnati, Burrow, and them could really pull it out. So I'm going with Cincinnati. One o'clock Browns, Forty Niners. Forty Niners are the great five and zero. While the Browns are two and two. Give me the Niners. Yeah, I gotta take the Niners in this yeah, one. The Browns, no Deshaun Watson again. Uh, so, that's massive. That is massive. That's a massive loss for Cleveland. Uh here's what I'll say. The 49ers really proved to the Dallas Cowboys um what type of team they truly are and uh overrated. That that <laughs> That's my point. They're overrated, the Cowboys. I can agree on that. Panthers, Dolphins. Dolphins, 4-1. Panthers, winless. They're in Florida. I still have the Dolphins, and they're probably going to score a 30-pop on the Panthers. Yes, because Tua is just unbelievable right now. Mosert has had an unbelievable season so far. Tyreek Hill... Is phenomenal. Just overall, this Dolphins team, especially on offense, they score like crazy. That offense moves like it's insane. And you know, I, I, and you know, I was, I've been more jealous of Mike McDaniel as head coach. Um, but, being the bitter Jets fan, you are. Yeah, and that's that's all. It was just jealousy because the Dolphins are actually a good team. But you know what? I got to give credit where credit is due. They, they, they've done a tremendous job. Colts Jaguars in Jacksonville. Colts are three and two. Jaguars are three and two. Um, good NFC South game. Mm-hmm. AFC. AFC South game. Sorry, ding. Um, the Minshew has been playing good. Um. Because the Jag of uh, the Colts don't have, or or Richardson's going to be out again. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm kind of going with Trevor Lawrence here. I'm going I'm to go with the Jags. Yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars too. Uh, nothing against the Colts. I think the Colts are playing a lot better than I thought. At least now they do have a they they are 
two and zero on the road this season, so that probably gives them an upper hand. But no, I think that I think the Jaguars, especially after they beat the Buffalo Bills last week, I think the Jaguars are in a good spot. They'll probably win this game. One o'clock, Saints Texans. A game that does not impress me in the slightest. No, but the, I mean, and look, this is nothing against Houston. Houston, they're on their way. They're a young team. They're a young squad. They'll they'll eventually get it. They're rebuilding. But I, I think the Saints are just better. Bottom line, I think they're just better, and they'll they'll get a nice wake up call there. I think the Saints will win, but it'll be it'll be, it'll be a good game. It's not going to be a bad. Game. It's not going to be blowout. I think I'll give this one to the Saints. As Derek Carr has been playing decently lately, so I'll give it to the Saints. All right, we're in the 4 o'clock slate. 4.05. This is the CBS, one of the late games on CBS. Um, Patriots, Raiders. They're in Vegas. Good old teams are terrible. No, this is a really bad matchup. Oh, my God. And you know what? I got a few things to say about New England. (laughs) But, you know, first, let me make my pick first. I got to go with the – of the two terrible, awful teams in this game. I got to pick the Raiders to win. I'm picking – I want – That's some signs of life. You know, I want to pick the Raiders – I think everyone's trying to pick the Raiders and that kind of scares me um, because they're, they're the Raiders. They're not a good team. Let's no, they're not. But they're not. you know what? I think what everybody wants to see, and I'll talk more about him in a second. Mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to see Josh McDaniels mm-hmm. beat Bill Belichick. Yeah. I think everyone wants to see the student beat the master. Exactly. But you know, look, one of the things that Bill Belichick, has over McDaniel's is the experience, and while Mac Jones, by the way, I, I Matt, why is Mac Jones starting? You know what? Broader we, conversation here. Mac yeah. Jones can we should not start right now? Can we get this kid off the field right now? Like, and look, I, I'm. It's not. I, I'm not trying to. Um, look. I get where Bill Belichick's coming from. I think he's still trying to justify the pick. Mac Jones is terrible. Like, he cannot move an offense. He clearly he has regressed and to a point where he has no confidence whatsoever. And you know what? If I'm Patriots fans out there, I would unanimously vote no confidence in Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. Yeah, because you know what? If you don't mind, I got a few things I'd like to say. Um, if that's okay with you, Reg, um, regarding the Patriots. Is that all right with you? Good. Go for it. Because here's the thing. Mac Jones, they treated this kid like he was the second coming of Tom Brady. Yeah. And, like, everyone was going, Ooh, he's the next Tom Brady. That's too much pressure to put on this kid. Yeah. And, and like, and like that, he had a good first season. And I even said... Of all the quarterback draft picks of that season, 2021, I think he was the best. Yeah. I think he did the best. I think he did better than Trevor Lawrence. I think he did better than Matt, than, than Zach Wilson. I think he did best out of all of them that season. But he just has regressed. And I think now it's time to end the experiment or make Matt Jones a backup at the very least. And But you know what? And here's something people have been talking about the last few days. Mm-hmm. People have CBS Sports had report reported per source that Robert Kraft mm-hmm. would be open to letting go Bill Belichick. Yeah. And I've been kind of on the fence about this. Reg, I'll get what you think in a second. I'm sure you have something very insightful to say, but I'm sort of on the fence because, in a way, we've been saying this, Belichick is one of those coaches who has earned the right to go out on his own terms. Agree or disagree? I think so, but, I mean, the NFL's changed, and 
the sense of urgency is changing too. And you know what the thing is, and it's like, do I think that's going to happen this year? I don't know. Like, and don't forget, Belichick, Belichick's also the GM. And listen, if I'm Robert Kraft right now, and I'm one of Kraft's advisors, I would be telling him, Mr. Kraft, we need a team that has a future, mm-hmm. not a past. Because listen, Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches in the NFL, and I will not argue with anyone on that. But there comes a time where this franchise, and I'm not a Patriots fan. I have told you this. Uh, my team beat them in the Super Bowl twice were two of the greatest days of my life. But this franchise is just a shell of itself. This used to be the franchise that people feared. And now it's just a shell of itself. And and like I think Robert Kraft should say to Bill Belichick, Bill, listen, we'll keep you on as GM, but maybe when it comes to head coaching, maybe it's time I think it's time for new blood. It's time for new blood. And Listen, when Brady left for Tampa, the big question I asked, was it Belichick that needed Brady or was it Brady that needed Belichick? You know, I don't know. I think we finally got the answer. I think it was Belichick that needed Brady. I don't know about that. I mean, I think they needed each other because Tom Brady's development, it it was a gradual development if you really think about it. It wasn't. It wasn't quick, and Brady owes his owes his life and career to Bill Belichick because you know Bill Belichick did, didn't have to start and be dead. Um, but here's another thing about Mac Jones, real quick. He also hasn't gotten any favors from his offensive coaches. If you really think about it, the best offensive coach he's had was McDaniel's before he went to the Raiders. Then, of course, you had the combination of. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, who had no idea what they were doing. And yeah, they go crawling back to daddy because they know they can't coach on their own. And now you have O'Brien, who, let's be real, hasn't really shown much. Comes crawling back to daddy because he can't do it on his own. Right. Daddy Belichick, I need your help. I can't be a head coach on my own. <laughs> oh, we all know the Belichick tree is awful. Come on. Yeah, um, certainly not not the greatest. Right because now. what have I always said, Reg? The the people who have coached with Belichick, I think the idea is more appealing than the actual result. I think the idea is more appealing. But you know. Yeah, you're you're right. Like McDaniel's really helped shape Mac Jones. Yeah. And when Josh McDaniels packed his bags for Vegas, mm-hmm. he's terribly regressed. Tough one. Tough one. Uh I too will go with the Raiders on this one, by the way. Yeah, let's I'm going with the Raiders. But, but I am kind of I'm kind of scared though. Because everyone's piling on the Raiders, I'm sure. So I'm kind of scared about it. I don't want the Patriots to take a look at that and be like, well, they're trying to doubt us, so we're going to go out there. We're going to kick some ass. But, Reg, before we move on, come on. You're slightly enjoying the Patriots' downfall. Well, of course. slightly enjoying this. Of course I am. But the thing is, I'm really mad because the Jets should have beaten them. Let's be real. The Jets should have won the game at home against the Patriots. Oh, they should have. And watching how every other team is kicking their ass really makes it worse for me. But So I can't really enjoy it as much. I can't enjoy it until the Jets win their game. And, you know, I don't care how they win the game. I don't care how close it is. I just want to beat Bill Belichick. I want to be a part of the absolute massacre that's going on in New England. If the, if the Jets beat the Pats in that second game, you're going to be doing backflips. Let's see, man. Okay, 
Cardinals, Rams, 425. This is a, one of the Foxes America's game of the week type of thing. Give me the Rams. Yeah, I have the Rams too. The Cardinals, look, the, I think the Cardinals have finally realized that they're bad and they're going to continue to be bad. And the Rams should take advantage of it. 425, Lions, Bucks. Three and one Buccaneers. They're at home versus the Lions. Four and one. Lions are two and zero oh on the road. Jared Goff is a beast, man. I Give me know. the Lions. Give me Jared. I, I think it's going to be a little too much for Tampa Bay. If I'm being real with you, their defense is absolutely incredible. Jared Goff has been absolutely stellar. Uh, that offense scares you. I I think it's going to be a little too much for them. Give me Detroit to win that game, and then. Um, before we get to our team's games, um, well, I do want to get to the Monday Nighter. Cowboys, Chargers. Cowboys are three and two. Chargers are two and two. Um, this is in LA. The Cowboys will win this one. I don't like the Chargers. I really don't. I thought I did at the beginning of the season. I, I think I've changed my mind a little bit. <laughs> I am split on this in all honesty. I feel you. Um, what was that? I feel you. Because, listen, I don't trust the Chargers like you said, but I don't trust the Cowboys that much either. Oh, especially after that 49ers game. And I'm not just saying this is a spiteful Giant fan, <laughs> but I just don't trust. After last week, I don't trust Dak. Yep. And, you know, and we said this last night on Gridiron, and I think both of us said it, the Cowboys, we said, are probably the most overrated team right now. Yep. And, and like, listen, if that game was at least competitive, if the San Francisco game was at least competitive, then I would say, then I would have given them credit. But they got blown out. Yeah. So, but that being said, I don't trust the Chargers that much either. That team looks shaky. So, as much as I hate to say it, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, we're all in on Dallas. Then we get to our games. The Jets and the Eagles. This is truly the America's Game of the Week uh, on Fox. 425. And the Eagles are five and zero. Jets are two and three. I gotta go with the Eagles on this one. As tough it is, as I, it is for me to say, because I want the Jets to be three and three at the bye. If I'm being real with you, I don't think the Jets are going to show off enough to beat Philly. Philly is a very strong team. They're strong on offense. They're strong on defense. But make no mistake, this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a much, much closer game than than people think. And I think the Jet defense will come up huge. And I think Zach Wilson, he's he's on the rise. Like, he's gone way up in the quarterback rank. Yeah, but I'll say this. This past week, I think his game against... Even though the judge beat the Broncos, and I said this last night on Gridiron, I think Russell Wilson had a better game than Zach Wilson last week. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, in all honesty, and you know, I hate to say I will be rooting for the Jets because of the Giants fan. I despise the Eagles, mm-hmm. but I think the Eagles are going to pull this out. But I think that defense is going to give Jalen Hurts a run for his money. And you know what? Look, Zach Wilson needs. If I'm being real with you, because he has turned over, turned the ball over a couple uh, few times this year. If Zach Wilson can have no turnovers, and I know it's asking a lot because turnovers happen. You, know, you you're gonna event you're, you it's it's bound to happen. But if you can limit the turnovers, maybe to one, no fumbling the football. You throw on first down. You do trick plays. You run the damn football, you utilize the lightning, Mr. Brees Hall. Yes. I and, think the Jets can win defense, this game. And then they your can. defense comes up huge. Yes, Bill, I think so too. They can, um, but it, are they going to? That's are they going to I don't think so. But 
the Jets have the tools. They have the players. They have to execute. They have to execute. And can we stop with these slow starts with the defense? Come out big. Get takeaways early and score touchdowns early. Like the Jets need to set the tone. They're at home. There's going to be a mixed crowd, probably 50-50. You know, just get the job done. Why not? But, no, uh, it's going to be the Eagles. It's going to be the Eagles. Sadly, yes. Okay, so the last game, the one I think it is. Unfortunately, Bill. Hold on. Okay, so for those of you that are listening to us, Bill Murphy right now has put on his signature uh, face covering. More as the bag bag. of shame. The trash bag. The Mm -hmm. bag of shame, whatever you want to call it. May I remind you, Reg, this stayed for two years. Yeah. And I'm sure it still has the beer smell and the vomit and all that stuff that can go into that. No, it actually does not have any smell in this. Very lucky. But yes, Bill is trying to hide his face because he doesn't want to talk about the Giants because they know they're bad. Do we Here's have my to? thing, though, Bill, because things have changed. Daniel Jones is out with a neck injury. That is true. And the Buffalo Bills are coming off a tough loss against Jacksonville. And they're flying back from time zone, you know, in London to New York. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be one of those where, you know, I think the Giants, they're not going to have the upper hand. It'll probably still be the Bills. But knowing that you have Tyrod Taylor under sender, I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor is going to do anything like massive. But just having a different quarterback and just seeing what he can do, like, it it doesn't hurt. It would not hurt to see what he got. Yeah. And I'm just going to be real. The Giants defense has to come up big if they want to win this game. No, I don't don't disagree with you. And here's what – and here's what I think. I think the Jets – Bills might have a little bit of jet lag. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. I'm going with the Bills because the Giants, you're not gonna have Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor could do better. Yeah. Keyword could. And we don't know what's gonna happen with Saquon. We don't know if he's playing or not yet. But you have no Daniel Jones, possibly no Saquon. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Burrito's been doing okay. I'll give him that. Waller's been doing okay. I'll give him that. Waller has had better games, though. He, Agreed. He, but he, he's obviously catching the ball more, which is fine. But he needs to make the big plays. I'm telling you, man. This is this is going to be one of those games. Like you know, the, the Jacksonville game was tough for the Bills, unfortunately. Um. You know, they had a bunch of turnovers. Defense couldn't get couldn't really get it done. Um, offense didn't really get a groove on. This is going to be a strange one for the Bills. Like, they're coming off a loss. They're trying to get things back into rhythm. They can certainly do that and get a big statement win here. But against a giant team that now we now know as obviously a quarterback option that's, you know, could very well maneuver a big time thing for the team. I don't know. It's gonna be a strange one. I think it's gonna be close, a close game. Um, I'd say maybe by touchdown, maybe ten points. Like I think the Giants will hold their own a little bit, but the Bills will win this game. Um, yeah, I'm even the, the Buffalo. Too. The Buffalo environment is just too much. I'm just gonna be real. The Buffalo environment's gonna be too much. Yeah. You know what? I want to say something to you. Um, we I think this year this week we're gonna be rooting for each other's teams. Like you're gonna be rooting for the Giants because you don't because of the Bills, and I'm gonna be rooting for the Jets because you guys are playing the Eagles. Can, can you imagine a scenario where the Dolphins lose? They're not gonna lose. But can you imagine a scenario where the Dolphins lose, the Patriots lose, 
and the Bills lose, but the Jets win, and the Jets go into second place in the AFC East. And for Reg, folks, that means Christmas has come two months early this year. Come on already. It's wishful thinking, unfortunately. But you know what? But I, I'm actually very excited about this Jet team for the first time in a long time. More excited than last year. Because last year, you, yes, very exciting. Uh, but this is the first time where I'm actually excited about the offense. Because last year, I wasn't really excited about the offense. I was more excited about the defense. Be honest, before Rodgers went down, you were not excited about Rodgers. Not, not that I wasn't excited about Rod. I wasn't excited about the offensive line they're putting out there. But luckily, Robert Sala and company—they've figured out. Okay, well, this offensive line is terrible. Let's move people into positions that they're not used to. Let's see how they do. And so far, it's panned out very well. So, I think the Jets, their offensive line is better. Obviously, the play of Zach Wilson is a lot better. And look. I'm telling you, man, I'm excited about this offense. I really am. They and they don't have to score. They, they, they obviously they sh- they should be scoring a lot of points. But even if they don't, and they just move the ball, that's what's more exciting to me. Um, but I think both of our teams will unfortunately lose, and Governor Kathy Hochul can brag about her Buffalo Bills again <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, those are our picks. And, um, you know, I'm going to say this about the Giants. You couldn't flex this game, NBC? Like, do the good people really deserve to suffer through this? But you know what? I think the NFL low-key kind of want. But, but let's be real here. The NFL's always been nice to the Giants. They always get some in football games. Yeah, so something I think they don't deserve in all honesty. Exactly. So I, I think this is just one of those games where I think the the the, the owners and you know John Mara you know probably had like a little handshake agreement, be like we're getting one of those games, you know we have to with the Giants, we're the flagship football NFL franchise. Like, come on now, you gotta give us one at least you gotta, one. You gotta give it to the real premier team of New York, right? Don't give it to the Jets. You want us? It has like, to be. It has to be. Like, you know what? Real quick, if they flexed this game, which game would you want to see in its place? Well, it's too late to flex. No, I mean, if you were, if we were talking hypothetically. If they were to flex it, honestly, if I'm being real with you, I think Jets-Eagles is very appealing. Um, But um, the game I would move to Sunday night, looking at the sked. I think the better matchup for Sunday night, that Lions-Buccaneers game looked really nice on Sunday. That would look nice. I don't think that would be a terrible choice. Um, I was thinking maybe Cincinnati-Seattle. Okay, I I, I understand that. I understand that. Because, because to be honest, none of the games on the schedule scream, Sunday night! They Drop don't. everything you're doing and watch tonight's game. Like none no, of the games in the schedule really scream that to me. I know, I know. Um, we say goodbye to the Packers and the Steelers. They had the week off. Enjoy your bye week. Um, and then you know, enjoy the football, man. It's gonna be exciting. Oh god, an exciting god. sports weekend that ends with the. Championship series in baseball. Can we all believe it's almost the World Series? Like it's I can't like, believe it. I felt like, like just yesterday it was opening day. No, right? Crazy. No. And now it's and now it's almost the World Series. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, man. Uh let's go none of the Texas teams. Um and let's go Diamondbacks. I, I I'm I I am rooting for Diamondbacks really hard. If that happens. Oh yeah. my god. Can you believe can can you believe in a scenario where the Diamondbacks make the World Series? That would be that'll be that'll be phenomenal. That'd be great. Um the sportsinsanitynetwork.com. Please log on to that. Watch our YouTube content, Sports Sandy Network. 
Uh, we're on socials at SIN Sports and Same for the podcast at SNC Real for uh, everything else network wise. Stay tuned for all the football shows. We have Wishbone Shotgun, they tape every week. We have Thursday Night Gridiron, we go live every Thursday. And every Sunday, we have the sideline report. I'll be on it this weekend, so I'll be pretty, I'm very stoked about that. Um, and then, of course, your baseball coverage of Mike Rifkin and Batter Up. And all things sports on Sports Day Network. Hockey's back, so you know the Breakaway Bandits are going to have Go check out Breakaway Bandits. Hey, we we, we got to give a quick thing. Rangers won last night. Yeah. Being we Nate only Moser's New York team that's giving Sabres. me joy right now. Yes, we beat Nate Moser's Buffalo Sabres, so screw Take that. that, Nate. Screw that. You may have the Bills, but we got the Rangers right now. So you can take that. Um, we love you, Nate. <laughs> so good, 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 good job by the Rangers. We're very excited. Uh, basketball's coming up soon. We are thinking about possibility about the return of the throwdown. It's nothing's set in stone just yet. But I am talking with somebody. I may want to bring it back. So I just want to point it out there, put it on everyone's radar. Um, but yeah, no, exciting stuff coming up in the network. It's so exciting. Thank you for joining us as always. I have to get to bed. Um, it's getting late on a Friday night, but um, please follow us. Thank you for supporting us as always. And let's go Jets. The Jets are 0-12 against the Eagles lifetime. Can we... Can we beat Philadelphia, please? One and twelve. One and twelve. Please. Thank you. Yeah, and let's go. I can't believe I'm still saying this, but let's go, Giants. Oh, support your team. Of course. Don't embarrass yourselves in front of the national audience again, please. Don't do that. You know what? I'm I'm actually excited for Tyron. Let's see what he can do. It well, can't, I'm giving him a chance. It can't be any worse. It can't be any worse. It can't get any worse, can it? Okay, guys. Uh Goodbye. Uh, Stay safe and uh, take care. Fourth inning. Goodbye. Goodbye.